Welcome to New York Institute of Technology's podcast, The Scope. Produced by the College of Osteopathic Medicine, our episodes focus on the medical school experience and how it helps shape future physicians. Learn about exciting new health and wellness initiatives, cutting-edge medical research and technology, and how to effectively navigate medical school. We are excited to have you join us. Good afternoon, and welcome to the Scope Podcast. Today we are excited to engage in conversation focusing on global health initiatives during medical school. I am pleased to welcome Dr. Jerry Ballantyne, Dean of NYIT College of Osteopathic Medicine and Vice President for Health Sciences and Medical Affairs, and Dr. Lillian Niwagaba, Assistant Professor and Director for our Center of Global Health. Thank you both for joining us. Thank, Thank you, you for inviting us. Well, I'd like to open the conversation today by asking you, Dr. Ballantyne, can you provide us insight into the concept of global health and how you believe this positively relates to the medical school experience? Sure, I'd love to. Uh, I, I think from my perspective, it's really important that the medical school experience is not just a purely academic experience. Uh, in medical school, we bring you into our profession and the literature will speak about a concept called professional identity. We take the, on the identity of the profession you will share. I kind of look at more as welcoming you into the profession on one hand, so saying enter, and then your role, that of the medical student, to establish yourself in that profession. And you do this with many different experiences. And I think the Center for Global Health and experiences in global health are one of those aspects of non-academic uh, programs. I mean, there's an academic component to it, obviously, uh, that make you a better physician when you enter. The, as you enter the profession. It is a combination of giving back, it's a, co a combination of expanding your mind, it's a combination of stewardship for our planet. Uh, it has so many different components to it that it's really one of those ideal experiences for a subgroup of medical students that choose to do it to really become better physicians. Thank you, thank you. And yeah, I'd like to ask a little bit more about how does the Center for Global Health hope to make an impact, you know, positive impact? From my point of view as the Dean, it goes along the same lines. The, a, a big part of the impact is really on our students and on our faculty mm -hmm. and on our staff. And then obviously then there is what I would call the, the mission of the Center uh, to actually help people, help patients, uh, whether they are no matter where they are on the globe, no matter where we go, no matter what uh, interventions we, d we bring to that area. So this can be something very local, this can be something in another country, and this can be in a culture that might be quite foreign to many of our students, where the exchange is on one hand them learning about the culture, on the other hand us hopefully bringing something uh, to that local village, to that country, to that health department, to that local hospital, that will enhance their ability to take care of their patients. Thank you, Dr. Valentine. And Dr. Nuwagaba, as the director for the Center for Global Health, can you tell us a little bit more about the scope of the trips that you take and the types of medical services that are provided? Um, basically, uh, kind of building on to what Dr. Valentine just said, you know, we go all over the world. Um, and the scope of the trips kind of runs the gamut. Mm -hmm. uh, we take students anywhere from uh, 10 to 12 students on a trip. 
we kind of keep it small because you don't want to be a burden on your hosts. Uh, but basically, we take the students, they have to go through a class uh, before they go. They have a class that they go through learning about critical issues in global health, kind of in preparation for what they are going to be seeing and what they are going to be doing. And so when we get there, they get to uh, participate in the healthcare system uh, from the beginning, from the time we land. Uh, they participate in the healthcare system, they participate in the culture, and uh, they get to do everything medical doctors over there do and medical students over there do, and ranging from participating in uh, ward rounds and uh, seeing patients in the outpatient ward, and uh, with supervision, participating in surgery, holding mm -hmm. retractors for surgeons and those types of things. So the scope ranges. It's an incredible experience for medical students. Surprisingly, most of them have never been outside the US. So looking at some of the disparities firsthand, it kind of is a little bit of a shock. And it kind of teaches them some of the, you know, reasoning without resources, critical thinking. So they really learn so much on these trips. Yeah. It also teaches them respect yes. for what uh, other cultures and other places do and how, you know, the surgeon in the operating room is incredibly skilled and has an incredible talent uh, to diagnose someone without, you know, 20 MIs and 15 CAT scans. So it makes them often come back and say, wow, healthcare is delivered in, in an incredible fashion in many other countries as well. Mm -hmm. So I think that respect is something that, especially with Lilium's uh, input, I'm always really impressed how the students come back, really respecting the other culture, the other country, the other healthcare providers. Even some of the doctors that supervise our doctors here that supervise our students, they come back completely transformed and, you know, wondering about could I do the kind of surgery these guys do without right. the equipment that we are used to. So they, they come back in awe of some of the skill sets that those doctors have. Do you have um, specific countries that the college visits? Uh, yes, it depends uh, on the level of the students. For preclinical students, we go to Ghana, we go to Haiti when it is safe, we go to Costa Rica, and locally we go to Puerto Rico or some of the surrounding communities here on the island. And yeah. many of these relationships we've had for many, many years. So uh, we're currently on a hiatus uh, in Haiti, but when we go to Haiti, some of our faculty members uh, get instantly recognized. Or Lillian shared a story earlier with me where some of the kids will run up to a faculty member and say, hey, my mom told me that you delivered me many, many years ago. So there's a relationship. We have a relationship with actual facilities. So the facilities are there. They know what we can provide and what we bring. And that uh, over a year has been established over years and I think that's a really important component of many of these uh, uh, events. As a person that is on one of the trips it sounds as if there there's a relationship, an ongoing relationship yes. that is developed not just with the physicians that are there but, but it sounds like the also the people in the community yeah. so mm -hmm. that that's mm -hmm. a wonderful experience for mm -hmm. all on it. Oh absolutely and we have five criteria to to choose a country. Mm -hmm. uh, we look at safety, how safe is the country. Uh, we look at the educational value of the experience. 
we look at the cost to the student and then we look at sustainability and then the ethical and cultural competency that the students uh, can perform in that country. And then for the fourth years who are clinical, for them they can go anywhere in the world as long as it is a teaching hospital and it meets that five criteria that we talked about earlier. Generally, how, how often do these trips occur? Uh, we try to make them as often as we can, but mainly we look at the holidays. Summer is the best time to do some of the longer, uh, the two-week uh, two trips, and then spring break, uh, winter break, and then for the fourth-year students, they have their slots as they, they pick what time they want to go based on um, their schedule. We try to make sure that they are back here for March, uh, but usually they go whenever they can. Tell me about um, some of the feedback that you've received from the medical students. Oh, the students, I mean, they are always ecstatic. It's always kind of hard to adjust. And, you know, when we are doing the pre-trip orientation, preparing them, equipping them with the skills to use there, they are kind of a bit unsure about what they are going to find. And then when they go through the experience, they, it, they talk about things like transformative. They talk about, you know, things like this has changed my life and, you know, this, I'm going to use this um, in my clinical practice. And, you know, this is why I went to medical school to begin with. So really, they, they come back completely excited about the experience. And they get to use the, the skills to, to apply the classes that they are doing in real environments with real patients. And that's fantastic. Yeah, when I look at, when I speak to alumni, uh, of the school who went through the program, I usually see a very small group of them who actually really got interested in global health. They might become leaders in global health, have done fellowships and so forth. But I see the majority of them talking about how it changed how they treat their patients in their practice, in their local community, wherever they are, whether they are a hospitalist, a big tertiary care center, or in a small uh, private office, they really speak about how it has changed them and influenced them on the practice and on the way they provide medical care. And that is actually quite exciting. What attributes primarily uh, do you think that these types of experiences for medical students foster? Do you see a, a commonality that comes out of the, the students that are going through these experiences? Yes, absolutely. They learn attributes like empathy, uh, cultural humility. Um, just kind of the critical thinking that I talked about, uh, reasoning. They, they, they look at patient care differently than when they went. And, you know, to me, it's one of those things that, you know, when the students tell me how they feel uh, in reflections, we do reflections every night, and then we ask them to write a reflection paper when we get back. And those are the things they highlight, you know, cultural humility, empathy, um, really very, very exciting. And doing something that might be a little bit out of your comfort zone. So again, one small group of uh, students interested in this have a lot of experience, might have traveled all over the world. But a big part of those students have never done anything like this, have never taken that leap of faith to go somewhere else that they don't know what's going to happen. And I think just doing that for their self-confidence, I think doing this just for the exposure is, is invaluable. 
It, it also develops their mindfulness and their professionalism because they see, you know, the way uh, doctors, they treat their patients and they kind of appreciate and uh, learn how to treat their patients better and uh, kind of more empathetically. Mm -hmm. In addition to um, the medical mission trips that are occurring outside of our country, would you like to share any information about the initiatives that happen here? Uh, locally, mo most of the students who actually do global health work, they seek out opportunities here. So we have, we partner with Dr. Sonia Rivera Martinez with the free clinic. Uh, we have a free clinic in um, Harlem that we started a few months back. Uh, we go into communities when they have an event, for example, Rosalind, if churches are getting together and having a community friends and uh, friends day or something, family and friends day, we go there with our students and they do sc basic screenings, you know, blood sugar, blood pressure, BMI and those types of things. And then um, when the Korean community is having an event, we, we do that, we go there and support them and uh, students do the screenings as well. And so. Also, we have, we recently started uh, an asylum clinic, so people who are seeking forensic medical exams, if they are applying for asylum, if they are here legally and applying for asylum, uh, we, we support them. We have some of our doctors doing the forensic medical exams. Honestly, I'm, I'm so pleased to know that this, this occurs in our medical school yeah. and that we have the ability to provide our students with this type of training. Dr. Ballantyne, would you like to add anything in addition to the, the comments that we talked today? I wish we could grow the program even, even larger and incorporate even more global health events in the United States. Um, as you know, we have a campus in Arkansas and there's some rural communities around Arkansas. Uh, I spent a big part of my career in the Bronx. I would love to incorporate that as well. So it's an exciting program and uh, under Lillian's leadership has really moved forward leaps and bounds. And uh, I just want to thank her actually for all her hard work. And I think there are many, many students and alumni's, alumni whose lives and whose practice has been affected in a very positive way by this experience. Yes, yes. I, I wanted to kind of follow up on Dr. Ballantyne. Uh, he mentioned uh, Arkansas and some of the students actually go with us on the trips and some of the fourth years participate in the fourth year trips as well, so. Well, I understand that some of the students that have been there have done interviews, and we happen to have a video of one of our students that had gone on a global mission trip, mm -hmm. and maybe we will conclude our conversation today by allowing our viewers to experience that, uh, that individual student experience. If you're in a packed van going down a dirt road in a country where you've never been, then you might as well be sitting next to a bunch of classmates and faculty who are just as enthusiastic as you to learn about a country and give to its people. Bert taught that we have to get to know our patients as people, and that's crucial. And that becomes so automatic and so intuitive if you go to a foreign country, and that becomes an instrumental part of delivering care. I think my classmates can all remember that there was a camera strap between my neck and my stethoscope the whole time. There's a lot of photos that just don't exist though that everyone needs to keep in mind. 
there's a part of the trip that just has to stay in your own mind, a part of your experience that can only be confined to memory. It's a good reminder that there's some part of your travel, some part of your practice, some part of your work that will always just be yours. I'm Justin Morris, and I'm a second-year osteopathic medical student. Well, I would like to thank both of you for joining us today. You've both provided very valuable information and insights on the importance of global health experiences for medical students. And honestly, I can see as a, as a non-medical professional, this is clearly a win-win situation, oh, uh, both for the patients receiving uh, needed medical care and the students who participate, and also the faculty who participate. So I just want to thank you so much for being the director of the Center for Global thank Health. It's a, it's a great, great initiative. And uh, thank you also, Dr. Ballantyne, for your time and your insights today. Support and of the program. Thank you. And thank you. Mm -hmm.